0: (laughs) What is today? What, what day is today? December 6th. Sixth, yeah. Today's the 6th. James, a lot has happened since the last time we actually hosted a podcast, um, our weekly podcast. Welcome back, everybody. We are back yes. live on December 6th, um, 2021. I guess we become a spokesperson for Snapple today. <laughs> um, so we're going to be promoting Snapple today. And big news, we are ranked, what, what number were what we? 31. 31 in India. Yes. When it comes to nonprofit for, um so we're moving we're moving up in the world yes um but there's a lot has happened since the last time we were actually here in this table but let's just kind of we're going to kind of breeze with some of this today for the over the next 20 minutes um we have an event going on today we're about to leave for right now in fact we're leaving here at two o'clock and we're heading down to downtown somewhere
1: grand park area to
0: meet with people who are here from germany who are dealing with some of the same issues in america so that's pretty cool you guys hyped about that for the day
1: yeah i'm actually looking forward to it um I tell you, it'd just be nice to see what it is exactly that they're dealing with. Um, Because we only look at everything from one point of view when it comes to the things that take place in our country. And to actually know that other countries are dealing with these same type of issues Mm -hmm. is actually going to be good for us to see and hear. uh, Especially, you know, with the issues that we deal with here at Black Bush, but also, um, just nationwide, the stuff that we deal with, and find out that other countries are doing, having the same issues. So, I am looking forward to that.
0: Sean, you you know a little German?
2: Uh, I actually had a German grandma. My my grandfather married a German woman that he met in Germany, uh, and I have a German. Uh, you know. <coughs>
0: So
2: you're excited to go. go. Uh, I'm not exactly excited, Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, I feel like it's always good to meet new people, see their experience, see how they're like in America, and and, and learn about what they're dealing with.
0: Yeah, and I think that part of the thing that was interesting to me is that we had a meeting with them probably about two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. and I made a statement, and I've been talking about this for a while, that was very ignorant. I was like, you know, over here we deal with blah, 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 blah. And the guy at the end of me speaking, he was like, well, Mr. Smith, let me correct you on one thing. We're dealing with some of the same things in Germany. So I think it's important, like James mentioned, to understand that we're not the only ones going through some of the things Mm -hmm. we're going through. Um, But it's going to be fun. So we're leaving there. And then on Wednesday, we turn around on Wednesday, we have a webinar that we're hosting um, that deals with suspensions and expulsions of African-American students at a high rate throughout the state of Georgia. So that's going to be really cool, too. And we end our week. We end our week with our last event of the year, um, December 11th. we will host our final One Accord conference where we have great speakers like um, Dr. Jamal Bryant, we have Reverend Timothy McDonald, we have Reverend Shannon Jones, yeah. um, and we have a few other guests that are pending that mm-hmm. we're hoping to get a re- um, some results back from today. but um, So we have a busy week ahead of us, but a lot has happened since we last been on. Mm-hmm. So I think the last time we had the conversation, the three of us at the table, we were talking about Ahmaud Arbery and mm-hmm. what would happen if, he, if, his, um, if his murderers did not get convicted. Um, But we don't have to have that conversation anymore because, as we know, all of them got convictions up to some point that can lead up to life in prison. So how are you guys feeling post-conviction?
2: I I mean, honestly, I felt like it was going to come down that way because of what we just saw with the Rittenhouse case, not to, like, put them together. But um, I just feel like it was so much evidence that after that verdict, the way that went, and then this one being so close, if it wasn't, uh, a guilty verdict. I think have just been kind of mayhem in the streets. So I think that it was uh, wise for them to do justice and and you know give guilty verdicts. I,
1: I would agree with you on that also but I would I'd add that you we saw I mean for all intended purposes we saw justice being administered through the judge. Mm-hmm. You had two different types of judges in these cases, and the one for Stefan, uh, uh, um, I mean, uh, um, no, not Rittenhouse. I'm that not well, uh, um, well, the one judge for Rittenhouse was decisively, mm-hmm. you know, he seemed really quite biased. Okay, mm-hmm. not saying he was; he just seemed that way based on the way he spoke. However, with uh, the Ahmad Arbery case, you see just the polar opposite, where the judge, uh, anything that the defense attorney was trying to present to get a mistrial, to get, um, you know, anything to get his people, his clients off, the judge was not going going for it. And he just, let's just stick with the facts. And, and just run the, run the case like that. And you saw him not going for the, the tactics, or falling for the tactics that the defense attorney was using. And that gave me the, a sense of hope in that they would actually get a conviction um, based on what I was seeing, you know, based on the case and the evidence before them. But also, you had a judge that was fair and impartial, mm-hmm. and and I think that's what we are all looking for when we say justice. And you know, when people say, "Well, the the uh, the wheels of justice," you know, that justice works. Right. The system works. Mm-hmm. Well, in that instance, yes, it works when applied
0: properly and without bias. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> for me, I wasn't surprised the verdict that came down. I was not surprised how quick the verdict came down. I think that after they went to deliberation, the there was a point where they came back in, they asked to see like a little bit more evidence, and we had got a hint that they had moved past the point of whether or not it was a <coughs> um, proper cause for a citizen's arrest. They had moved past that point, and after that, I think it was like the next day, the same day they came down with a conviction. Um, and I thought that the convictions were fair. I even thought that the guy who recorded it should not have been convicted of every charge. Right, right. his situation was different, um, but he should have gotten convicted of charges he got, and he still faces life in prison. Um, so I mean, I thought for for the for just justice, um, it was a good example of what uh, what true justice should look like. And yes. I and I have to give a shout out here um, to Cobb County DA's office because they didn't want to handle the case, and they did a great job of handling the case. Kudos, um, kudos to them. So I mean. Um, but at the same time, let's uh, my argument would be to every DA's office, as well as Cobb County DA's office, like let's um, not let this be <laughs> fair justice because of the fact that this is a national case. Mm-hmm. Like let's make this something that's within our system all across, all the, all um, the whether, it's all County, whether it's Cobb County, whether it's Gwinnett County, DeKalb County, Fulton County, whether mm-hmm. it's in Florida, right? We just got to make sure justice is equal all the way across the board. So I mean, I, I'm happy that it happened the way it did. I'm happy with the results we got. Um, now we'll see how they get sentenced ultimately, and I don't think they've been sentenced yet, right? I think you brought up the fact that I mean, I can look it up while we're sitting here, but I don't think they have been sentenced yet,
1: right?
2: Yeah, I wasn't sure if they were. what I know before we were? Yeah,
1: th- if anything, you, I, I kind of expect them to get the boat thrown out at, at them to a certain degree. Um, again, you mentioned the gentleman, the gentleman who recorded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Will he get the same type of sentence? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of expect him to get a lesser yeah. sentence. But um, at the end of the day, he, he didn't try to prevent it either. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what got him kind of caught up on things, uh, which got him hung up, I am suppose, uh, if I could put it that way. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, justice was served. And that's what, at the end of the day, that's what we all want, is that justice being served fairly across the board. And we saw that for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah and, and, um, but the one thing, too, I was just looking at, too, that these men are also being looked at in federal court as well um, for hate crime charges. Yes. So, yes. I mean, we'll, it's still way more to go, and I was trying to look at if they had a date set yet. I can't find one. But I mean, I'm pretty sure that once it does, um, once it does happen, we'll see.
1: So here's the question now:
0: We are we always look
1: at the sentencing part of you know the trials, the murder trials, and so on and so forth. But just like, is there is there any grounds for the Aubrey family to sue these gentlemen in way in lieu of?
0: Uh, say civil court. Absolutely. So that's the next that's part of be it. Next, right? Yeah, they will be next. They're going to probably sue the man, yeah. and they're probably going to also sue the previous DA um, of that county, but for not taking out charges to begin with. So that's the next phase of it. And I'm pretty sure that um, knowing the attorneys they have, uh, it's in the process. It's <laughs> <laughs> the next phase. And, and
1: so, what are your what are your thoughts on the former DA? Down in that area.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, we talked about, I think we hit on earlier about justice being fair. He needs to be, um, he doesn't need to be resume office. I don't know if he's he been put or out she. or not. He. I thought it was a female. Um, no, so Joyette Holmes, I think, is a female. He or she. I, I don't remember that part.
1: I thought it was a female uh, 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 DA who, and, and in fact, one of the gentlemen actually worked as an investigator. For the DA's office Mm -hmm. at some point, Mm -hmm. which is why it kind of got swept under the rug, if you will, until the video surfaced. If it hadn't been for the video, these gentlemen would have got away scot-free.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I I mean, I feel like a lot of times when you don't have this video evidence, it's it's harder to. convict or bring it to trial to, baby, to get to get the justice that you deserve yeah i mean yeah. it's, it's like, like it was a female jackie john
0: and jack her name was jackie johnson mm-hmm. you know, and so she'll probably she will get sued yeah
2: it, it's, it's, it's it's a shame that we have to sit right. here and, and celebrate these victories when it should just be this is the way justice work looks absolutely you know a lot of times if you look on the other side of the spectrum it's, it's just things work the way they should yes you know we shouldn't have to you know wave a flag or get 500 people to go to a courtroom just to get what everybody saw on camera the the the, the results should be the same way if anybody was you know anybody Absolutely. was seen in the street getting shot by three people and we got it on camera like what what is really the deliberation <coughs> on,
0: you know so i mean we also had so my library we know that case has happened also recently over the past weekend has anybody caught with the news about um, Chris Cuomo? Kept up with that? Yep. He got, a, he
1: got terminated from oh, CNN. Is it, yeah,
0: Chris Cuomo got terminated yeah. from CNN over the weekend. And, right. Andrew's
1: uh, little brother? His little brother. Yeah. Andrew
0: Cuomo's little brother. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing. So my question is to you guys, or you, don't, you didn't know he got I, terminated. I, yeah. um, to you, James, then, maybe, should he have gotten terminated? Based on...
1: What my understanding as to why they let him go, uh, it violated his contract as far as um, conduct and his behavior. Uh, I think that's harassment charges, is what it was. I forgot not mistaken. And those are the kind of things that, when you're looking at the Me Too oh, uh, movement right now, today, um, yeah, I think it's fair. And he and he still he could still be brought up on charges uh, well, my as thing is, well.
0: I am extra cautious, and when we talk about the Me Too movement of being fair to Me Too, right? I am completely fair to it. I'm believe if a person does something to somebody like that, they need to be held accountable. But I I do believe that just like anything. Um, it can get bigger than what it was meant to be, right? So right. now it's like every little thing is Me Too. Um, and, and, and no knock, but we have people who are out here using it, mm-hmm. um, using it when Me Too doesn't really justify what really happened. Right. And I just think that, I don't know, I, I do agree that Chris Cuomo should have gotten terminated because from what I understand, based upon what I've read, is that he lied to his job, right? And I yes. think he lied about um, the extent to what he was trying to help his brother cover some of this stuff up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, that from what I've read, um, and if that's the case, yeah, you should be terminated for that. I mean, um, but at the same time, his brother still has an innocent until guilty, um, cause out there because he hasn't been. From I think he was charged with something that's just like a misdemeanor, but they keep pushing it back, pushing it back, and even the a lot of people like the the police department I think took it out, but the DA's office up there didn't he wasn't even aware that there was a misdemeanor being pressed against Andrew. Cuomo. And they're not even ready for it, and they're upset because they're like. This is we don't have a defense for this, right? Right. So people are innocent to proven guilty, and I think that we have to um, metaphorically like wait until people go through the process um, before we just assume guilt on anybody. I think.
1: Right. I think. Well, yeah. I, I get that, but I don't know if that's going to be if that is in uh, Mr. Chris Cuomo's. Oh no, I case. get no.
0: His case is different, right? Yeah. He he lied. He lied. He was trying to, I mean, even I think after his brother stepped down, Chris Cromwell never brought it up on his news channel, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's your job as a reporter. Whether mm-hmm. or not you like the news or not, um, it's your job to report the news. And it was news, right? right. Um, I, I don't believe that that was fair. But at the same time, you know, um, I don't know, man. I mean, whatever.
1: Well, whatever. man must Dang. be held accountable for his actions uh, and the words that come out of his mouth. I agree. So he's, he's. You know, he has gotta deal with
0: it. Poor Andrew, and, you know. No, I'm saying <laughs> no, was a joke. Oh my god, and we're live. So we can't even edit that out. That was really just a joke. Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. No, I just was saying like with with now with social media, a lot of times I feel like if, if the story gets served down and it's chopped up, you know, it a lot of times and I'm not saying this because I didn't see it, but it's almost like uh like a riot. Yeah, and it's just it's just moving down the line, and you don't even know what happened. Now you
0: just like get them, you mm-hmm. know. And it's it's because it moves media moves so, so fast. Yeah. yeah. But speaking of before we, because we got like five minutes, right? Oh, okay. What were you we about to say? Go ahead.
1: Well, I was gonna say, as the news was coming out last yesterday morning, there was a. I was actually watching CNN, and there was a gentleman who was, he was like. I literally just got these notes right before I came on air, and he read down the list of all the infractions Mm. that took place that got him fired Mm. as it was coming down, you know. So these are kind of things that, you know, again, it moves so quickly that if you didn't actually watch CNN, you got it reading the article. That
0: came out this morning. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, so, but speaking about social media, yeah. I think I'll be remiss if I don't talk about social media <laughs> for a second. So, um, everybody in the room is going to find it funny because they know, but November 8th, I remember the date like it was yesterday. Um, as you guys know, I think I came back, I just got back from DC and I was extremely sick and I was on like NyQuil, or everything. I got an email like saying that my account had been hacked and it was getting ready to come down if I didn't verify it. Clicked on link, verify. it looked like a real Facebook link. The next morning I woke up, which was November 9th, because I remember because it, it was my grandmother's birthday, and I went online to post, and I couldn't get on attached to my Facebook because all these different things that happened to my account, right? Weeks later, I am still fighting with Facebook, and now Instagram, who is Facebook, mm-hmm. to get my profiles restored, even after I showed them proof that, that my account was hacked. Like, can tech companies get have gotten so big that they are no longer held accountable to the people in which they serve? It. <laughs> you can't get. A, and the only reason yeah. I got a hold of somebody at Facebook is because I knew somebody who worked for DHS and I knew somebody who worked for the FBI, and they reached out to some their connection at Facebook. was, but for that I wouldn't even be talking about yeah. at Facebook right now. Right.
2: I mean, it's almost like you know, it's like they have a monopoly over uh, your like digital or virtual identity.
0: Oh yeah. wait, we're in this on Facebook, right? <laughs> so uh, if, if our page gets brought down you guys know why <laughs> of, but seriously like
2: uh, yeah because I mean cause, so it's a shame that like a, a totally innocent person once again can be pushed into the corner and, and it's like now you're you know you're you're basically in a position where there's nothing you can do and you're like well what am I supposed to do you try to post your complaints and show proof.
0: And you guys have helped me. You, Wally. Like, you yeah. guys know we've posted and emailed everybody. Yeah, yeah. I've sent emails. Out. I've even wrote Mark Zuckerberg, right? And every executive of there. Right. Um, and still no response. And it's like, but at the same time, like, I'm doing marketing through Facebook as a business. Yeah. I'm spending probably thousands of dollars a month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a customer. But the only way I can really talk to somebody live is if I buy, like, this little... Um, 3D uh, oct- <laughs> Octulus <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but if you don't have an octolus or a serial number like there's no yeah. way to really get a hold of anybody Wow. Like, so I mean but as a consumer it's like I get it I get that tech companies have a lot going on but you should be able to have some I don't care if I got to wait on hold for four hours yeah. at least let me talk to somebody versus right. having to send off an email and then you send me an email back saying because of COVID we cut back on our numbers we may not even respond really <laughs> when you got when you got over I mean I've been on Facebook since I was probably like 16 so you got like 17 years worth of photos and memories on that's locked up that I have no access to right. all because of something that was not was was a mistake or not even a mistake it's on my even head head. Fault. It it wasn't even not, my fault yeah, right, right. and I mean that's I don't know Facebook do better um, which camera am I looking at? This one? Facebook, do better. I want my stuff back, okay? <laughs> um, But, I mean, we just got to remember that there's so much going on. I know you have another topic, but we are at 2 o'clock. Uh-huh. Literally at 2 o'clock. So we'll be back, but we'll be back tomorrow. That's the good okay. thing about this. All right, cool, cool, And cool, this, I cool. mean, you only so, got...
1: This really, got to, this really has to come out because we're talking about another school shooting.
0: Yeah, yeah. And... um, But so, we will come back to that tomorrow because there's more to that. I just read an article today about... Um, the Detroit Lions or something like that won their first game and they accredited to this shooting. Wow. Um, oh, like really? the, the guys were passionate about this shooting as well as their college team in okay. Michigan just won and they really were kind of going about this shooting. So I mean anytime kids anytime anybody is shot to senseless death yeah. Yeah. to um, senseless death is it's really hard but extremely hard when there's people who haven't really even got a chance to start their life.
2: It's crazy.
1: Right, because we're talking to teenage kids, man, who are all involved. And then, the, we'll, uh, again, we'll do we'll to it tomorrow. Over, we'll do and it tomorrow. we can't
0: get policy passed. I'm sorry? And I mean, we can't get a policy passed to kind of limit some of this Right, stuff. right,
1: right. And so? we're, talking, we're talking handguns here and, you know, again, gun control.
0: But, but do you have a handgun? No, no, no! I'm just <laughs> my just, advocate just, for gun no. ownership. Do, <laughs> yes, I support this. Do you have anger? <laughs> uh uh-uh. oh! i i leave. We're looking. Oh no! We'll <laughs> be safe. Keep me out of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, uh, but we'll come back tomorrow and talk about it. And then I know tomorrow, you know, it's gonna be. Um, we got a busy week, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, let's go enjoy the rest of this evening and let's head downtown. But thank you guys for tuning in today. Um check us out if you have um if you're interested in invited to the, the suspension webinar we still have spots available you can reach out to us by um going to our website www.blackpush.org and remember we'll be on at iconium first iconium baptist first church iconium. on december 11th at yes. 4 p.m um please come out and support well like i said we'll have the um dr jamal bryant reverend shannon jones um, Reverend Timothy McDonald, and more guests who will be speaking at that event. So come on out um, and just be blessed as we call closure together to remind them that we have an obligation um, to, to, to take care of the people in which God has trusted us to serve. So until next time, you guys have a blessed day, and we'll see you tomorrow.